I've got a very special guest with me on the phone this morning, Melody Thornton. Now, Melody Thornton has gone from being a very key member of a platinum-selling group, the Pussycat Dolls, to a hugely successful solo artist who is now writing her own music and following her own rules. Hello, Melody. Hi there. How are you? Now, just a brief introduction for all of our listeners. Uh, Melody Thornton from the Pussycat Dolls. They've had nine top ten singles, including two number ones and two top ten albums. Over 55 million units sold worldwide and have supported Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, the Black Eyed Peas. Now tell me, Melody, you joined the band at age 19. That is quite a young age back in 2003. Take us back to that time. I had just graduated from high school and um, I was the only member from the group that um, was basically a person right off the street and had no training um, in the industry and didn't know anything about the music industry at all or entertainment industry at all. So I kind of had to learn as I was recruited into the group as the youngest member, like you like you mentioned. Because you did discover your passion for music at uh, quite a young age. Yeah. Before you know it, you've gone from high school talent shows to playing sellout stadium tours. What was that like? Yeah, it literally was exactly like that. Um, <laughs> the last time I sang before I became a member of the Pussycat Dolls was at a, an Arizona State University like talent show. So <laughs> it was um, it was definitely under the radar and then right onto the map. It was definitely a huge, huge jump for me and. I rose to the occasion, and, and um, it made a huge difference in my life, for sure, and in my uh, in my past in terms of music. Now, a massive moment, Melody, because uh, the track Don't Ya skyrocketed to the top of the charts in countries right across the globe. How did you go with all that buzz and hype, with all that success? It was great. Um, it was a very challenging, and, and, you know, like you mentioned, and I'll say again, you know, I was the youngest member of the group, and probably not very well versed or knew very much about the world and how the world works and you know the world of business because the music industry is mostly business and then some music (laughs) 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 that I learned over time but ultimately learning to pick up choreography which was a huge the biggest challenge for me because I'm primarily a vocalist and um, was recruited into the group as a vocalist first and foremost but kind of more taking the role of a dancer, it definitely took its toll. But I learned so much because I got to walk away with the voice that I walked in with and then and then some. Now, there's a couple of names that I want to throw at you here. There's There were some major, mega collaborations. Buster Rhymes, Snoop Dogg, Timberland, Missy Elliott and uh, also R. Kelly. Not to mention performances, the, the VMAs, Grammy, MTV, the Nickelodeon, Brit and also Billboard Awards must have felt like a whirlwind for you, Melody, performing in front of massive audiences like that. There's something that I've done all of my life that um, that really helped me to get on stage in the first place and be able to, to sing. Um, in order to do a really, really, to perform or to really execute a, a performance in terms of vocals, you have to be very relaxed. So I've always been really good at taking things and making them smaller than me. It's unfortunate because I had to take all of those things and be like, yeah, no big deal, whatever, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and kind of um, and kind of make them smaller than you. That's the trick to stage fright is kind of 
taking everything and being like, yeah, okay, it's just another day at the office type of thing. Well, in uh, September 2008, the second album, uh, Doll Domination, released and it hit number four in the US and Australia. And the tracks When I Grow Up hit, was number two here in Australia. And the big one, J-Ho, You Are My Destiny, number a big number one here in the land down under. You did the world tour of Australia in 2009. What do you remember from your time here touring Australia? What was it like? It was great. I mean, the definitely uh, Doll Domination was fun because Gaga was opening for us and, and she was a breath of fresh air. You know, it was the first time I got to see an artist who didn't have a name, who was growing a name, I should say. She was building her, her brand kind of really come in and say creatively what she wanted and what she would not tolerate and what she was really, really looking, what she was looking for out of cinematographers and photographers and producers. She just really had an idea for what it was that she wanted, which being a part of the dolls, I was a part of a group and you, you kind of had to... You had to really roll with the punches because there were too many people to have opinions. So it was great to see her develop. And I, that's, that's my fondest memory of doll domination. And, and the last time that I was in Australia with the dolls was Lady Gaga and just watching her come come into her own. 2010, quite a big moment for the uh, Pussycat Dolls Melody because the group did decide to go their separate ways. Take us through that moment, that decision of the split with the group. I was told sometime before by my former record label CEO, head of our label at the time, that it was just becoming very complicated and maybe we should take a break. And I didn't fight that myself because it didn't seem like the lens was really opening up. It felt like one person was really being championed and the rest of us were there to support her and we were doing that and not complaining. And then it kind of it kind of got to the point where it was like, well, I don't know if I, if I can't walk away with the name Melody Thornton and yeah. know that that name is recognizable aside from the group or in relation to the name Pussycat Dolls, then what am I doing here? Yeah, because there was some reports that uh, were out about Nicole's possible out-of-control ego taking over. Is there any truth to that rumour at all, Melody? One of the things I think that people don't bring to light or to, to the attention of the general public, definitely at the time or even now, was that Nicole was really being groomed to be a megastar. And we were there to support her. We weren't aware of that in the very beginning, but it kind of became that. So her personal manager was the group's manager. You know, she had personal relationships within the label that were that were supportive of her own projects and that's okay no one's gonna say no I don't want that you know that's what she had been working towards and I don't fault her for that and I don't blame her for that at all but yeah as a group we were all kind of like we're not sure if this is growing or if it's going anywhere it was kind of the same routine there was it wasn't growing there weren't other people who were being um, coming to the forefront and, and really showcasing what they had to bring to the group. And really, all of my bandmates are extremely talented. I, I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> yeah. I don't care what, what people think. Yeah. Every single member of the group. Well, a special mention, Melody, because um, I do occasionally get the odd tweet from uh, Jessica Suda, and uh, she is doing some amazing things as a solo artist as well. So uh, I have to agree with you on that one. Was it frustrating for you, though, watching that unfold? 
Um, it was something that you had to just kind of ride it out. And um, I did everything that I could in, in whilst I was in it to be a team player and then also to stay up, you know, endless nights recording and creating my own material and trying to align myself with people in the industry that could potentially help me after the fact because I don't think it was done maliciously. I don't think that our label expected us to only release two albums. I think they expected us to release multiple records. And it didn't go that way. So it's really no one's fault. And, you know, Nicole being in the position the position that she was in at the time, I mean, no one would say, no, I don't want, you know, I don't want it to go this way. And like I said, she had a lot of support, whereas the rest of us were also kind of, we were the Pussycat Dolls and she was the lead. Yeah. You're in Australia for a very special reason, uh, Melody. You're filming a new MTV reality TV show called Australia's Ultimate Worldie which is on air later this year. What can you tell us about it? Well, we are looking for Australia's ultimate worldie. We are (laughs) looking for someone who, um, male or female, has it all. Basically, someone who really embodies a beautiful spirit, you know, aesthetically beautiful, and just someone who, who knows who they are and really wants to make a difference, I guess. A definite talent would be ideal. <laughs> that's with reality television and this digital age and the way that people have been able to um, really make themselves, their, their presence felt and necessary. It's, it's almost like it's become a secondary to have a definite talent, but it'd be fantastic if we found someone who could sing or dance or host or, you know, really had something to offer the entertainment industry as a whole. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's been really fun. I'm on with uh, my good friend Ricky Guarnaccio and uh, Shane Tyler Grievous. And yeah, it's been really, really fun. I've got to ask you, because uh, you know who does have the looks and the charm, it's uh, Ricky Garnaccio from Geordie Shaw. What's it like working with him on the project? <laughs> we have a lot of fun, honestly. Um I think that if anybody, you know, even if someone wasn't interested in the idea of finding the ultimate worldie, the chemistry between us is is really awesome. I met him for the first time the last time I was here, which was in January, and we, we hit it off so quickly. We're like two bratty school kids, just like <laughs> training and picking on each other. And, Tell me something. Know, Tell me. <laughs> He's looking for one thing. I'm looking for something else, and we have to compromise and find the ultimate worldie. Sounds good to me. Tell me something, though, Melody. Has What's the talent like been so far? It's been a lot of aesthetically beautiful people. You know, like I said, I'm really, really searching for someone who has a definite talent, someone who has something to offer to the entertainment industry as a whole. There's one girl in particular who has a really cool story that I'm interested in hearing more about, but it's an energy thing, you know? You're always looking for whether or not a person is in tune with themselves and if their energy and their chemistry is going to connect with the rest of the world and if they'll be able to move people. Well, for all of our listeners out there wondering about this, uh, keep an eye out on MTV because uh, Melody Thornton and uh, Ricky are going to be part of Australia's Ultimate Worldie. That's uh, coming up later on this year as they uh, their search 
probably the country's greatest talent. You just never know what they'll come up with, these two. But uh, we also have to say that you've, you're busy doing other projects in music, television, and uh, also dabbling in a little bit of fashion, which I find interesting. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean... Music is a given. I will never not sing. I'll never <laughs> not be writing my own material, and um, I'm supposed to be releasing. I'm an independent artist, and that's you know it. That's on purpose. It's because um, I, I definitely am looking to kind of get people used to the idea of melody as a singer and songwriter, and um, you know, really releasing my own material, which is. It's kind of got a Nancy Sinatra vibe. I really love the 1960s and 70s. You do. Um, you do. Because I did see names like Shirley Bassey, Nancy Sinatra, B.B. King, the Jackson Five, Aretha Franklin and Al Green, all of my favourite artists as well. They yeah, must be really yeah, and Eartha inspiring. Kitt. There's a little Eartha Kitt in there too because she was <laughs> naughty. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, yeah. So it has a Western vibe. I'm from Arizona in the state. And, um, you know, just a good old country Western girl. But it, it definitely has urban influences and pop influences as well. So that EP will be called Lioness Eyes and um, looking to potentially release sometime before the year is over, hopefully. All is on schedule, so hopefully people will hear new music from me soon. And in terms of fashion, I've always been a seamstress. Yes, yeah, so I did read that you were handy with a, a needle and thread. Ah, yeah, I make all of my own stage costumes, and that's just because I'm at this point I'm controlling and really, <laughs> <laughs> really um, wanting to be sure that everything that goes out is um, exactly what I envisioned it to be. For the time being, I'm, I'm definitely stressing myself out and wearing myself out. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, Melody, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. And now, for our listeners, Melody Thornton is all over social media. You can keep up with her on Facebook, Instagram, and also Twitter. Thank you, Melody. I really appreciate your time. Thank, Thank you. you so Thank much. Thank you so much. I appreciate you.